Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Today, you guys, we're going to have uh, our favorite psychotherapist, Dima, on to um, talk about mental health and check in. And she will be on any moment. So when she pops in, um, we're just so excited to have her. We have so many questions for you, Dima. We can't wait for you to get here. Uh, but in the meantime, Jade, I'm, I am an auntie again. My brother and his wife had their baby and it's a cute, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought I had cute babies, but this is the cutest baby I've oh, ever seen. Oh my gosh. Congratulations to them. It, oh my a boy, gosh. right? Yes, a boy. Yes. His name's Jackson, J-X-O-N, Jackson Dallas Waddell. Um, oh, I love the Dallas uh, that cute? Roots. Yeah, that's um, so cute. But he's, oh gosh, we should actually have her come on to tell her birth story, but oh, I would it's love a handle. That. Yeah, we sh- when, she, when she comes up for air, she's in the um, new baby trenches right now, as is my brother. <laughs> I, I, I feel for them. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> the she- most magical, but most... Uh, daunting <laughs> I know I was trying to explain um I called him today because he this is so funny I'm just gonna read you this is I'm just gonna get real here this is the text he sent the family group text today he's like our kid hates sleeping in his bassinet everything else he's great in but he can't sleep for more than 20 minutes without fussing himself awake even when he's super tired and we put him to bed he wakes himself up because he hates it so much thoughts moms <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I love that he's reaching out to you, though. Oh, my gosh. I know it's he's been they've been really good about keep us, keeping us in the loop and everything. And uh, it's um, the baby's actually in the NICU for like four days, five days. I don't know, something. Yeah, I, thought um, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, but he's he's home. He's out. And now they're just like, you know, not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. I was like, I swear it's going to get like the two, the first two months are like so hard and you're going to feel like you're going to die. And then like month three, you're like, okay, maybe I can like get a handle on this. And then it starts becoming a little bit easier. I feel. Yeah. Or maybe I'm at just least, like being nice. <laughs> well, at least like your body adjusts a little bit. Yeah. Deprivation. Somehow. Your body's. You know, your uterus is back to its normal size. You're healing a little bit better. Yeah. Um, hopefully breastfeeding is going a little bit better. So um, if you're breastfeeding, so it's like those things. But still, man, yeah. I, the no sleep thing is just so hard. He's so funny, yeah. too. He always like when he texts me something, he's like, I just changed like six diapers in the last three hours. <laughs> and I'm like, good for him. I that know. makes me I want to oh like, give him like a clap. Like He is so involved. I'm so proud of him. Like. He's up at night with her. Like it's, I'm I'm very proud of him. But it's so funny because I love how he's like, we're so tired. I've changed so many diapers. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep, I know. I love it though. I love, <laughs> no. way, way to be a supportive husband and an active dad. So he is so active. Notes. I knew he would be though. He's just like, he's like that guy. He's very, he's, he's just always like been that way. So it's, it's great. But Oh, well, congrats to them. Congrats I know. I'm so you. excited. I know. He's so cute. Every single day, I'm like, more pictures, please. Like, Aww. his cute little, he's the cutest little face. I can't even deal. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then they'll send those videos of like, you know, that baby sound that's like, oh, God, the oh, baby sound yes. and the baby The newborn smell. cries. Uh, the- yeah, the cries and just a little, uh, 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 uh-huh. the little, yeah. 
they oh my gosh I'm like oh wow I forgot about like even like sucking on a pacifier like the sucking sound I'm like oh my god I forgot about the sucking sound like it's so dumb but oh all those little newborn things you forget about and then you get back in the you know the next kid comes around your family and you're like oh my gosh yes (laughs) oh gosh but Um, it did make me happy that uh, I'm not in sleep deprivation land yes Sorry, my son snuck in here. I don't know if you can see Brooksy. I, I can't. Know. There he goes. Bye, Brooksy. <laughs> <laughs> my like kids would like in. to be in here with me today. They're really mad I have to podcast it because they just came back from their dads this morning. And so they're they're a little bit mad at me right now. How okay. was that? Did you end up doing okay? Yeah, like, I actually after like that one. The last week, the last time it happened was harder because I was sitting inside and I was stuck in because of the snow. And this weekend, I actually like I got out. I had like I went out to a bar, I went out to dinner with friends, I had people over for karaoke, like I like did you. stuff. But then I'm like now I'm like tired. <laughs> I'm not in sleep deprivation <laughs> land, but I'm like oh man. Like I did stuff and I feel the difference in myself. <laughs> like last night I I was like okay. I've had three nights of like I felt like not craziness, but like way more than normal, like going to bed at like 1230. And last night I was like, eight, uh, eight o'clock sounds good. <laughs> My normal um, eight o'clock. Did Bella end up adjusting after that one time that you guys had that? No, she did very, moment. very bad again. I think maybe even worse this time. Um, but then, you know, I guess then I guess by the time she gets to Evans and she like sees her brothers and stuff, she's fine. But yeah. No, it was like just, I mean, before we even got in the car, just losing her to mind. And then like when we got to the, we always switch off in the Target parking lot and she was just screaming, turn the car around, go back to mommy's house, just losing Mm. it. But I decided this time I wasn't going to put her in the car. I was going to let him get her out and him put her in the car so it wouldn't be... I think it was harder with me pin- putting her in because then she just wanted me to cling to you. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. And that worked out better for me. And I think she, he kind of made her laugh before she got in the car. So the last thing I saw was like, I mean, her, she was still crying, but he made her laugh. And I was like, okay. But um, I mean, she came back and she was fine, you know, but it's like, I'm, I'm just hoping that trade gets easier because that is just horrible it's just it's just so traumatic it's for both of us yeah it was not good she had like i I would say like at least four or five just like panic attacks like before and then on the way there oh sweet girl i know i know but one of my you know it's nothing i could do has to be done right but it is yeah yeah i mean co-parenting is hard that you know it's just hard doesn't get uh, hopefully it'll get easier but so far it's not super easy all right guys we're going to take a quick break and when we get back we have Dima with us so we are going to be asking her all of your questions and I mean I'm sure some of our own as well hello Dima hi guys so excited to see you. Me too. I know. Me too. I'm glad to be here. Also, your hair is like curled. Like, look how pretty and long your hair is. Honey, it first of all is extensions. So you'll see them poke out um, because well, you can't even postpartum tell. hair loss, you know? So we had to make it happen, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, yes. 
I feel like I need extensions now. Like I feel I need that look. But oh, then that. you're like, why did I do this? I have to stop. You know, now I have to take care of all this hair. So, you know, it's a catch-22. That's so my, funny. That's, my husband tells me that. He's like, you can't do hair extensions because you don't do, you don't keep up with the maintenance. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you're, it's the you're, worst, you're right. isn't it? I'm like, ugh. It One really time is. I made him take them out for me because I had oh, gone Oh, my God. I remember that. There was like three a inches of growth. And mm-hmm. he had to sit. Yeah, it was a rat's nest. And he sat there and he – actually, it was great. He took the pliers and took them all out for me. But – Oh, my God. Yeah. Bonding time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, we also do have to have a, do a good mom, bad mom moment. Has everyone been thinking about that? Oh, no. I always am so unprepared. Uh, I feel like we should start with that because I have one that reminds me of something that happened to you, Jade. And then when it oh, happened God. to me, I was like, oh, I, Let's hear it. I get it. So... <laughs> Um, one of my brother's friends came, so my parents and I were having, like, they were barbecuing the other day and one of my brother's friends was in town and he was like, I've known him for like 10 years or something. And so he was like, Hey, I'm in town for two nights, you know, uh, would love to see you in the fam. He's like, never met the kids. I was like, Oh my gosh, well, my parents and I are having a barbecue. You should just stop by. So he came over and my parents, we hung out till, I don't know, maybe like nine with my parents and talked. And then uh, I had put Charlie to bed and Bella was in my room watching iPad. <laughs> and then my parents left and we were just sitting around drinking wine and talking. And, you know, the moments like passed and passed and passed and we're just talking. And Bella kind of kept coming out and t- talking to us and whatever. And we we're like, how are you still awake? And I was like, I'm guaranteed she's going to pass out at some point in there because she sleeps in my bed with me. And then I looked down and I was like, man, what time is it? She had just come out again and it was 1115. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, my child is awake at 1115, still watching iPad. And didn't you say like <laughs> Emmy one night was like watching iPad or doing something to yes. like so late? I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the worst mom ever. And I was like, you have to go. You have to get out of here. <laughs> like, go now. He was like, oh my yeah. gosh, okay, I'm so sorry. And he got an Uber and left. But it was, I was like, oh God, really bad mom moment. <laughs> and then I got in bed with her and it was like, oh gosh, by that point, it was like, what, probably 1130, 11, something like that. And she's like, oh, okay, you ready to read books? I was like, no, no. there are no books <laughs> <Good night. laughs> happening right now. You crazy girl. I was like, this is the latest you've ever been up. No, no books. Light off. Go to sleep. Oh, my gosh. I felt like such a bad mom. It's like once they hit past the certain like bedtime threshold, they get that second wind. Yes. And then they're like ready to party. Oh, 100%. She was so ready. Yes. I felt so bad. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. And then she still woke up at like the same time the next Uh day. She was in like such a bad mood i was like i did this to you i'm so sorry oh it's a regular occurrence for us because my son's in our bed too my eldest so if we have like people over we're trying to do something it's it's party time for especially the ipad he's like bye guys i I just like had no (laughs) normally she like watches it and just conks out like oh uh -uh. no not this night and i really just had no idea what time it was i don't know then. She's fine. Oh my gosh. I know. She'll She's fine. fine. She's fine. She's totally fine. I was like she a, had really a great cool night. mom that night. <laughs> yeah. You're the best mom. 
That's a good mom moment for her. She was like, she was like, when is he going to come back over? And I was like, well, he's not. He doesn't live here. And she was like, oh, (laughs) I knew it was because she just got to stay up really late and do whatever she wanted. Oh, so funny. It's funny. But anyway, that was my bad mom moment. But it wasn't like the worst thing ever, but it was still pretty bad. Oh, no. I was worried that you were going to say she fell down fell down the oh, stairs. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. I was like waiting for something bad, bad no. to happen. I was like, oh, wait, what's going to happen? Just bad meaning like way, stayed up way too late because <laughs> I just wasn't paying attention to what time it was. Dima, um, Emmy fell down a half a flight of stairs the day <sighs> after my son Reed was born. Oh, and no. it was like we were just letting her go down the stairs by herself. She yeah. wanted to get a she wanted to get a a, a brownie. And um, since Reed was a home birth, Tanner and I were upstairs. He was holding the baby while I was eating some soup that my mother-in-law had made. So we just let her go down the stairs thinking she was fine. And she fell down a half a flight of stairs. So I thought you were going to say that because Mm -mm. you were like, oh, I was just having wine with my friend, hanging out. She was doing her thing. My stairs have 20 stairs. Like there's... Oh my God. Mine too. Yeah. If if you go down, you go down like... Not coming back up. No. You go (laughs) down and you go down like so hard. Yeah. 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 I had girlfriends over the other night and she was like, I would never go up. She was like, these stairs are so high. Like she was like, I'm exhausted walking up them. And I was like, yeah, that's why I never go up here. (laughs) Are they, are they, um, like wooden stairs Mm -hmm. or they carpet? Yeah. See, ours are wooden too. Emmy lost that tooth. She lost, she popped a tooth out. God. Yeah. Oh, but at man. least that didn't happen. So yeah, no, at least that didn't. She happen. was Knock just on wood. God, what? I, I just what's real? Bella was just partying with her YouTube Dude, friends. She was like partying. <laughs> Whatever she watches, I know. She watched the weirdest. And then stuff. like, what was she started. even watching in there? The like, weirdest. The weirdest. What is that stuff? Oh gosh! And now like her birthday is coming up in two weeks, and like she'll watch YouTube and be like, "Mommy, I really want this." And I'm like, "What even is that?" My son like, does that to me. I hate that. I want this. This is like- unrealistic. What? No, <laughs> you're not getting that. Well, I can't even find that. That's not even a thing people have. I just, whenever Emmy does that, if she's watching YouTube or tells me she wants something, I just go, "Oh," and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh gosh. Okay. Do you guys have a good mom, bad mom moment? Ugh. I don't know. I've just been a workaholic lately, so I feel bad about that. Um, I know it's just it's yeah solidarity. Yeah, I just <laughs> it's feel like so hard. I, it's so hard, and especially like a lot of our work is from home, and so it all meshes together, you know. So oh, I, I feel know. like. I'm, no I'm like trying to work on my phone and then reads at my feet, like trying to like crawl up me and Brooks yep. is trying to get in the pantry and, oh. you know, all this stuff. It's just, if it's so hard. It's like hard not to lose my cool. I lost my cool yesterday. Ba- bad. Uh, which I rarely do, but I, that's my bad mom moment. I lost my cool on the kids. I like, I made Emmy cry. I like, screw, you know, when you like all of a sudden it just like comes out and it gets bigger. Yes. You're like, yeah. Yeah. That was me. Yeah, it's too late. It's already out. You know, yeah. they're like, you even surprised. I even surprised myself, and then I apologized and told her I wasn't like mad at her. I was just yeah. mad, and sometimes mommy gets mad, and I apologized. But I that it's hard. It's hard when your work and everything kind of and your home life and your mom life meshes together sometimes, and just feel like can't. You're not it like feels like you're in too many hats and you can't yeah. focus on just one at a time sometimes. Right. And you don't do any of them well is why it feels so bad. You know, right. you're like sucking at all of all nine of these things. So <laughs> totally. 
winning at life over here. <laughs> oh man. I feel you. It's um I don't know. Mine so I'm sure everyone's like so over hearing things about COVID, but you know, daycare closures and all these things. So they were like, Oh yeah. I knew it was gonna be closed for three weeks for like other plant things they had, and then they reopened for like a day. <laughs> and then I got the dreaded email on a no! Sunday night. And I had just gone back, you know, and I knew it. I took one look at my son. I'm like, he's positive. Oh, so he was. And uh. I thought I'm saying bad mom moments because um, I had concern for him. I mean, he looked fine, but really <laughs> I was more annoyed. And my husband yeah. kept saying like, I'm a talker, in case you can't tell. He's like, what, what's going on? You're not speaking. And I'm like, I just kept putting my hand up like this. Like, don't, what's wrong? <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm shut down because yeah. it was another thing oh, yeah. for me to have to do, totally. right? And I'm going through the list in my head of which patients who have to cancel on again, again, right. they've been closed for so long. How am I going to, now I have to keep, there's another child in the home. Like there's no way to keep right. them separate, like all the things, you know? And that's where my head went rather than like concern for him, which didn't feel good. But also, yeah. I mean, I still gave myself grace in it because I'm like, a person can only take so much. So, you know, when it's like the right. millionth thing. Right. So they were home for like six weeks. Oh, like, ugh. this is not going to work. <laughs> so it didn't, I, you know, I felt bad about it. But also at the same time, I'm like, I think it's relatable. Like, totally. It was just like another thing for a mother to have to deal with. Um. And it's just like a lot, you know, because it's always the mom, even my, my partner's super supportive, but immediately he was like, I can't take off of work. I was like, I can't take off of work. You know, like, yeah, I took off of work because I mean, the nature of the beast, but it, ugh, I still felt bad that that's where my head went, you know, rather but if than he like, was oh, like, I hope he's okay. Super oh, he was sick or something, your head wouldn't have gone there. You know, he I was mean, fine. Lots yeah, of these kids get, you know, with like my, uh, like I know people that with kids really close to me that had it and the kids were had like a little bit of a cough and like yeah. a runny nose. One of the kids threw up one time, you know, sure, it's sure. like, yeah. So when that happens, kind of like, Oh, it's like, you're not, you don't have like the bad end of it. So doesn't don't feel that bad. It's just like another thing, you know, I keep saying, I'm like, yeah. I feel for everyone throughout this process, but for parents, it's a new level of, Oh, it really yeah. is. Chaos has been unlocked. Like, oh, totally. And even my well, patients that I'm working on anxiety with, it's not a rational anxiety because you just don't know what's going to happen. And right. everything keeps changing. So how can you prep to that? You yeah. Know, yeah. There is no consistency for us to cling to. Right. You know? Like, finally, when we get in a rhythm with how things are or um, how our, you know, like our kids' schedule, it changes, like right. you said. And with no warning. That's right. and that level of anxiety. Like, I don't even want to check my email because I'm like, am I going to have a late night? You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but it's not like, it doesn't feel good. It's like the Sunday scaries every day. Like who wants to operate like that? You oh know, and gosh. kids are no kids. It's stressful for everyone. Right. But none of us signed up to do it this way. That's for sure. You know? So it's just like mm -hmm. something I think it's easy to forget about. Like, I'm just trying to get to my job. I wish I was trying to get to Cancun. That would be nice. But like, you're just trying to work. Same. You know? <laughs> so I don't know. It's just, uh, I feel for everyone, but I yeah. really feel for all the parents right now, just trying to like 
juggle things that don't seem feasible, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's like for the past two years, we've all every day been or been in fight or flight mode. Mm -hmm. Our bodies Mm -hmm. aren't built for that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we're all burnt out because of that for a reason. But it that's how I feel. I feel every day it's just that like fight or flight. Like I don't, you know, my system is just on fire from everything. And it's like, how do we parent in that state? You know, we, yeah, we're not trying. Yeah. I know as parents, we're supposed to help co-regulate our kids and I can barely regulate myself right now, even like in, and my husband's like, he, he is not good at regulating himself either. So then, and then I'm trying to like regulate regulate my kids, regulate, co-regulate or co-regulate them, co-regulate with my husband and then regulate myself. It's like, how do we, how do we do that? It's impossible because you're at baseline, you're activated already. Yeah. And like you want to move naturally through life, right? But when you're working so hard (laughs) against yourself, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not good stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's a lot of pressure. I started and then I I am I live in Southern California. The weather here is mild year round. And I'm so thankful for that because I started gardening and that's the only thing I think that saved me really. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like going outside, getting my hands in the dirt, like trying to just like let go of some of my thoughts. Um, even then my kids come out and <laughs> mess it all up. <laughs> mess it all up. Yeah. But um, it's something that I can try to teach them. But it's like one of the things that's really saving me right now, honestly, is just gardening. <laughs> Well, it's so therapeutic. It makes sense. You know, you're getting to nurture something and watch it. Yeah. So like watch your effort we put into something when motherhood doesn't feel like that always, right? Like you put so, so much effort and it's yeah. really easy for us to goes, see boom. everything going wrong. Exactly. Explosion. <laughs> Although my cilantro is not growing, so. Oh my God, how funny. <laughs> oh God. That's like the only thing I could get to grow last year. <laughs> oh, I have a black thumb. Like it's... Oh, Every time I bring I home a plant, like, my husband's like, why? why? My nose is running. I feel like I'm like three right now. Um, no, our gardening doesn't start here till like you're supposed to like plant in March or something. So I have to wait because it's yeah. freezing. Yeah, yeah. It's so cold right now. It's awful. It's well, today's so a little warm in cold. Chicago, so I won't complain, but it's been. Yeah, but my, you're, like, my daughter's like, a... my nose. I'm like, oh, honey, your little nose. Like, this yeah. Aren't you getting no, like a I'm cold front out. like today or something? Yeah, we're getting like a crazy amount of snow and then a cold front. Uh, Yay. Oh, so cute. Right? Don't you love that? <laughs> so cute. Um, hey, you may not be so. able to come to Cancun, but you can come visit me in California. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, bro, my husband and I keep saying we're dying to go back. Like, we, this is when we really missed it. We were only out there for a year. But it just made – even, like, parenting felt easier because at least we could just get outside for a little bit. Totally. And you mm-hmm. can still do that here. Like, you know, bundle up. But I don't want to. That's the difference. Like, by the time I bundle them up, and then they get outside like, ah, I'm cold. And one's lost a glove and the other one's And then they split, walk you know? back immediately inside. And so, so do I. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so that's kind of like, I don't know. Oh, well. That's where we're at. Um, well, let's delve into We do have some questions for you. Yeah, uh, hit me with Some them. listener questions. Okay, so let's just start with, we were just talking about anxiety. So how to help with bad uh, PPA. I'm an RN and I am cursed and have seen too much. Oh, yeah. Um, So relatable. Half of my patient load are nurses. Um, Mm. And the biggest thing we work with is kind of assist, like myself entering into a system with separating what they're seeing and like what's happening at home 
right? Which for myself is relatable because I mainly work with mothers. So like you talk about it, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm like, oh my God, wait, like, yeah, my child's doing that too, or like whatever. But it it really depends on like, how old are your kids? How far out postpartum are you, right? So it's not just a matter of like, what's going on at work, but are you getting the resources you need to? So if you know you're struggling with anxiety, whether it's postpartum or at baseline, right? Likely if you're experiencing it after having a baby, you've always had it, like who doesn't? Um, but what are you doing for yourself? Because nurses mm-hmm. are givers and they're fixers, right? So they right. come to work and they have a purpose. And it's kind of nice because you've moved through and you you know what to do and you're leaving. But then you come home and it's the same thing. And there's all this pressure to be solution oriented and fix rather than process. So like my mm-hmm. best advice is to slow everything down. Stop being so solution oriented, right? Like put your skills aside and just think. Think about why did that trigger me so much? Like what about this is so upsetting, especially if it's like, um, you know, I can, I'm noticing I'm feeling really angry all the time or like reactive with my kids. We mm-hmm. have this like innate need to make something stop. So when they're like panicking, we're like, what can I do to make this stop? That's for you, right? Like right. I need that. My child doesn't need that. Right. And that's not meant to like guilt trip anyone because we all do it. But I think we need that reminder of like anxiety, the smoke signal for something. So mm-hmm. what aren't you giving yourself the space to work out, you know, because it's just like the whole mask that you can't help someone else till you've helped yourself. And that's like, yeah, what's totally. going on. Yeah. I saw, um, there was like a TikTok yesterday that I saw this lady was talking about this kid had like, she was like talking to her kid in the video and she was like, I guess the kids like half the banana dropped out of the banana, you know, thing. And the kid was like freaking out and she was uh-huh. just like, oh, yeah. she was like, you need to stop. She's like, it's not that big of a deal. The banana dropped on the floor. So what? Like, it's fine. Like, pick up and eat the banana. I'm not going to give you a new banana to eat the banana or whatever. And then she was like, this is not good parenting. <laughs> she was like, you don't need to just make the kid stop having feelings about the banana. Like, that's on you. And I was like, yeah. oh, God. Sometimes I'm the person who's but like, so stop with the banana. You know? Yeah. That's You were like, oh, you know. But I think a yeah. lot of us were parented that way. Like, no disrespect to our parents, but you know, different generations and it's human behavior. We want to make discomfort stop. Yes. Kids don't care about that, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was saying like, don't tell your kid not to feel feelings. Like your kid can still have feelings about the banana. Mm -hmm. They're sad about the banana. Like, and when did that ever work? Why is it, why does it bother you so much? Like Like when your partner asks you like, or tells you like, why do you care so much? Just stop caring. You don't just say, oh, okay, I'm done caring. Right. Move on. You, you're like, I still care. No, I'm really mad at you. Yeah. You know, so that's a hundred percent effective. That's a really good way to put it is to like, we as adults wouldn't tell a, another adult that, you know, because it would deeply, or and if we do, we know it would deeply hurt either our feelings or their feelings in that situation. So why do we do that to our kids? Yeah. You know, being a kid, is tough. It is. It is really hard. Yeah. I always tell my husband, like, their worlds are so small. So if this doesn't seem like a big deal to us, it's a big deal to them because their world is like, it's, it's you know, it's us and and then their little problems or experiences. Yeah. And they don't have control you know? over anything. No. Yeah. No they, yeah. We control so much of their lives for right. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. The next question is, this person wants to know, tips for improving intimacy with your partner in the postpartum period when you are just exhausted? That's a, that's I a, can relate. I know. That's a hard one. I mean, 
-hmm. It depends like also how you look at intimacy. I think as a society, we, that means like sex automatically, right? Like how can I, Mm -hmm. how can I have more sex with my partner? That's not what intimacy is. Like, I think we know that in our hearts, but there can be a lot of guilt associated when you don't feel that rush for your partner, which we know like scientifically after six months, that's going to die down anyway. Right. That's when the work comes in to remember why do I love and care for this person and vice versa? So I try to frame it as a connection. How can you connect with your partner more? Because I think intimacy feels daunting. You know, like it's easy to associate intimacy with work. And you're Mm -hmm. like, I don't, I can't give another thing, you know? So thinking about how can I connect more with my partner? If your partner is someone that like uh, relies more on physical connection to feel connected to you, again, it doesn't just have to be sex, but even walking past them and like um, rubbing their back as you go, past them or giving their arm like a little squeeze as they're Mm -hmm. unloading the dishwasher, like the mundane things we do, just that, like that soft touch can be a reminder, especially if it's not natural for you. I think they would appreciate those gestures, right? That for me, that's not, I'm not a physical person, so it doesn't come natural, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure my partner appreciates if he listens to me, you should do more of that, appreciates if I'm walking by and giving just that connection, right? Mm -hmm. And just slowing things down and remembering this is why we care about each other, but it doesn't just have to be the physical stuff. I think the date nights and all that obviously have gone to the wayside, um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with like resetting conversation and thinking about like, what do we enjoy doing together? Yeah. And then coming up with things together because it can feel like more work, right? Like, oh, why am I always the one that has to plan these like subscription oh, yeah, boxes? For sure. yeah. You know, why do I always have to pick the movie? And then now you're just arguing over like Netflix. And it's like, <laughs> right how did we get here you know but it comes down to feeling like work sometimes which it is because if you love someone you have to put in the work our kids are exhausting yeah. we don't really frame it that way of like oh it's not worth it for me we it's easier for our partners because they're adults and we're like oh they can handle it but everyone just wants mm-hmm. to be loved at the end of the day if you're noticing you're not motivated to do it smoke signal right for something else so right. it's worth exploring um, but otherwise, just remember you're looking for connection, you know. Okay, so number three, uh, I am three weeks postpartum. How does sleep deprivation impact anxiety and depression? The number one goal is always protecting sleep for a mother. Always, any any kind of perinatal training that you do, or if you work in this space, we drill this home. It's our slogan: like protect the mother's sleep especially three weeks postpartum. I say that because at three weeks is when um, it's a tipping point between going from baby blues, super normal, super common, 80% experience it, to a perinatal mood disorder, which is less less common than like baby blues. Um, and we always look at that time frame. So it's extremely important to protect sleep when you're not sleeping. Are you kidding me? Your anxiety is going to shoot through the roof, your reactivity, mm-hmm. feeling symptoms of depression, um, you can lose touch with reality, right? You'll begin some are seeing things when they blink and that can feel very distressing, right? Um, but it will really set your anxiety off um, into a space that could feel very distressing. So it's so important to think about how can you protect sleep, especially if you're partnered and someone can step in. Even if you're nursing, like there, there's still ways around that. But it has to be an intentional conversation with everyone involved in the child care. It's not just mom's job to protect her sleep because she can't, you know. No, sleep. My brother is in like the they just had a baby like 
I don't a week and a two weeks ago. I don't even know how two, a week ago. I'm not sure, but they're in like the sleep trap. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he was, he's like asking me for all this advice and I'm like, Oh, I, it does get better. I promise. But he was funny. This is not funny, but he, he told me, it was like, he goes, uh, <clears throat> last night I changed like however many diapers and however many hours. And then he was like, and I fell asleep cross-legged on the bed. And then I woke up and I was so disoriented from lack of sleep that <laughs> my, my legs had gone numb. And I looked down and I was like, I don't have any legs. And then, <laughs> and he was like, and in that moment, I remember being like, okay. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. I've been there, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Where you're so sleep deprived, like things just don't have any, yeah, they just don't matter anymore. You're like, and you whatever. Like live in this I cloud guess. of like, it's fog. weird. Yeah, yeah, it's like this crazy fog where you're, it, nothing makes sense. So yeah, I can imagine every single emotion you ever feel is so times a million. Yeah. Yeah. So impacted by that for sure. Isn't it? I think I've read before too, that, I mean, sleep deprivation is a form of torture, um, torture that they use in the military. Um, so it's like, no wonder why, you know, we're literally struggling, you know, and yeah, and it, it and isn't there like a direct link to to uh, postpartum anxiety or just perinatal or whatever moods, anyways, from sleep dep- like deprivation? Like sleep Absolutely. deprivation is one of the like big things that if you're experiencing experiencing them to try to like change. I feel it's a risk um, factor. But, it's a huge risk, a risk factor. factor. Yeah, okay. yeah, it really is, and it sucks because it's really hard to avoid, and I that always gives moms anxiety when I'm like prepping yes. them before the baby. They're like, thanks, because I'm going to be, I'm like, no, but you can put things in place to limit that. And then I remind them the goal is to get one four hour chunk. That's what our mm. brains need to function. Okay. And that can help reduce some of the anxiety, right? Because I'm like 11 to two. Yeah. Right. So you dream feed, you handle it and your partner mm-hmm. knows whoever's helping out, they're handling the next one. Like we just need one four hour chunk. I'm not asking you for 12 hours. You're not going to get that, right? Right. Some right. do, but not common. Right. So that usually helps, um, especially with like the distressing piece. I mean, and it, again, it's so relatable, right? Because everyone experiences it with a newborn, but you just don't know till you're there. Um, yeah. Because oh, it can sure. feel never ending. And especially if your bubba has some sleep issues or like other medical things going on, it really feels never ending. Right. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I can still remember nights where my all three of my children but are all we're all like this where they were up every 45 minutes oh yeah oh you know and the whole night just feels like it lasts forever Mm -hmm. because you're not getting any sleep and then you have to get up especially even as you know if you have a newborn you have to take care of them but then if you have other kids yeah and they're off early yeah yeah Yeah. to really (laughs) actually function oh my gosh you know, it's, it's awful. That's why I always say it's the sundown syndrome. When you have a mm-hmm. new baby, it starts to get dark and you know what you're in for that night and you start to panic about it. And then it makes it even harder to sleep when you can, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was so fearful. I remember like what they call like the witching hour or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. That Six I remember every single night, Bella would be so bad from like nine to like 12 just a mess 
And I remember every single night just getting so nervous for that time of night. Like, and it was the time of night people normally go to sleep. And it was like the time of night that I was like so scared of because I knew it was just going to be terrible. And you feel like you're the only one in the world who's awake when it's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I work the night shift a lot for the I work for a mom's hotline and I'll have moms call one, two in the morning because, you know, their baby's not sleeping. And then yeah, they're so distressed because they're feeling angry. And they're like, how could I, what kind of person's mad at a newborn? I'm like, honey, you're not mad at the newborn. You're just mad right. that you're not sleeping, you right. know? Right. The next question actually does kind of go with what that is. How do you control and reduce postpartum rage? Like when you get to that point of feeling so tired, everything like is hard. And then you just get an almost just like super anger mode and you feel like you can't control that. How, like what are tools to help? This is where I'm like more direct. Like if I'm working with a mom, I'll say you have a lot more control than you think. And any of us can take 30 seconds because a lot of these um, regulation skills that are meant to really slow down our heart rate and drop our blood pressure, we just need 15 or 30 seconds of, right? Things like mm. alternating tapping or really putting your mm. face in ice water yeah. is a really fast one. You can do your hands, oh, but the yeah. dunking your face into it is a little bit more effective for some. So the squeezing ice. Um, things like that. I'm like, you can take 30 seconds and put your kids somewhere safe, et cetera, leave the room, right? Yeah. The bigger sure. thing is going to be noticing as it's coming on. That takes time and discipline and a lot of mindfulness. But I'm like, what are your cues? What are, learn your cues for your anger as they're coming on. That's when I want you to try to go and sneak off and do those regulation skills. Cause once you're there, you're like, I'm here, baby, let's go. And it's like so yeah. easy to access, right? You know yourself and keep tell you, telling yourself that I, I know myself, right? I have more agency. I have more control than I think, right? I'm mm -hmm. at my limit. Notice when you're starting to get activated, it's a lot easier to like calm yourself down rather than like when you're there, like Jade was saying earlier, she's like, I, and I just kept getting louder, you know, because here yeah. I am. It's so easy to right. access. The more you're intentional with slowing yourself down and being mindful about, I need to do this so I can parent, it gets easier. But I mean, the rage piece is so relatable because we know that's part of like the whole encompassing right. story, you know, mm -hmm. so have some compassion for yourself there, too. But remember, you have agency. You can take 30 seconds to step away and regulate yourself and then return. That's yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think I never think about like I never get to like being like I don't think I've ever been in like rage mode, I would say. I just I don't know. I don't not. I just never have. But I I so like grabbing a piece of ice and stuff. I never even thought about that. But yeah, it totally just like stops you completely because you're like literally like frozen. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. triggers a parasympathetic um, like nervous system response. Yeah. And it's just let biology do its thing. That's what like, yeah. you don't mm -hmm. have to do all the work. Your biology will literally do it for you. It's so interesting. It kind of reminds me of when people who are in recovery from an addiction how they would wear like a rubber band and every time, you know, they would yep. snap it because it kind of is like mm -hmm. bringing you back into your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's kind of taking you out of that headspace that we can just like easily get tunnel vision and just go like go into that bad place. Yeah. But it kind of like is bringing you, bringing you back into your body. Like you said, kind of like that moment of like, okay, I'm grounded. I got this. And sometimes it, you know, you won't be and that's okay. And accept yourself. Like me. As that, right. <laughs> Like for me, Carly, I live there, honey. So I'm like, I can get there. It's no problem. I live in that space. It's, it takes me far more work to stay in a space where I'm proud of how I'm 
just like moving through life because yeah anger it's a primary emotion it's right there right so it's not like confusing why we get there you know mm-hmm. yeah it's so interesting too how so many people have are so connected to to like different emotions and like yeah some people get angry really fast some people i had this um i was in this acting class in college and they wanted us to go up this is like really major sidebar but just a, like how i don't know it's relatable anyway so they wanted us to tell a story about like a, a certain emotion so the teacher would be like this person seems like they're kind of like like sad all the time like they have more of like a you know, quieter demeanor or whatever. And it was like, tell a story about like when you were the happiest and she'd like push you out of your comfort zone to like tell the story about something. And in that you're supposed to like try to really feel the emotion while you're telling the story or whatever. She was like, Carly, get up and tell a story about when you were really, really angry. And I was like, I have no idea. (laughs) And, And I was like, I mean, things like, like piss me off sometimes, but I've never been like so angry that I was just like, and she was like can you try and I told this story and then afterwards I was like that wasn't good was it and she was like well no I wouldn't say you were super connected to that emotion and I was like no I was mostly just annoyed at that person <laughs> like one day I wish I almost wanted to just feel it just to like feel it but I'm just like I don't know sometimes I have trouble feeling emotions you know what's interesting about that though because it makes me think about um so a couple episodes ago Dima we had a um therapist on who does a lot of inner child healing yeah, like yeah, her work sure. is working with the inner child and it reminds me of that Carly because like for me I actually don't get very angry easily either I'm mm-hmm. pretty I find myself like a pretty calm person and I have a lot of patience but I also grew up in a house where I was told I wasn't allowed to feel angry mm-hmm. you know and anger and to me angry anger was scary So Mm. it was like this thing that like, I just never wanted, for one, I never wanted to be angry because I didn't like anger. It made me scared. And for two, I was pretty much told like I wasn't allowed to feel, I wasn't allowed to feel a lot of feelings. So, and anger was definitely one of them. So it's like to go there, maybe for you almost feels wrong. Oh yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. When anger is a natural emotion, we all feel anger. It's just how we deal with it. How are you socialized to, to learn about it, you know? Yeah, I feel like my anger always turns into something more like, God, I'm just like so disappointed that that happened. I like, it turns into like disappointment really fast. Like, I'm just so disappointed that that's the way that person does that. Or I'm disappointed that like, I really failed at that. Or I just, instead of like, I don't know. That's, I feel like where it goes to or something. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's nothing to do with anything. I find it all interesting. <laughs> um, Thank you so much, Dima, for being with us. Yeah, thank you so much. I hope you have a great lecture. Thank you. Yes. Me too. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, happy first day soon. back at work. Thank you. Thanks, well, guys. I mean, in-person work. Right. We um, love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs> bye, guys. I just want to say that it was so nice of Dima to like, this, I mean, this is her first day back at like actually in-person lecturing and she somehow penciled us in. That's like so nice. That is so nice. Instead I love of like taking so a coffee break. Or a bathroom break. She came to talk to us. She talked to us. That's so nice. I just love her. She's so real. And I feel like she cares so... You can tell, like, this is her purpose, right? She cares so much. And she's also just, like, so great at, like... I don't know, sharing her own personal experiences. Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know. I, I always love when she comes on. It feels like 
we're girlfriend chatting too. Totally. Like kind of just relating to each other, but then she's also being so helpful. And, and she's like so smart. <laughs> so smart. Yes. Um, well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we, I'm just so excited about this new year. I'm feeling good vibes in this new year. It's February now. That's exciting. Um, the month of love. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm also feeling positive about that. There's all um, kinds of love, you know. There's so. all kinds of love. I'm going to have a really great dinner with my two children on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Um, but you guys thank you for so much for being with us Um, and please continue to tell your friends about mommy's tell all because we love having more mom friends and and dad friends and all all the friends all the friends all the friends (laughs) all right right. well thank you we'll talk to you next week bye